So people play games for multiple reasons. People sometimes play them because they just feel depressed and they want to, you know, get into a world that's not real. A lot of people like to play them because they're competitive and they're really fun. But a lot of people play them because they love the sense of adventure in games. A lot of people play games to go on adventures and live lives that you can't live in the real world. So today on Ignite the Grind, we are going to talk about our favorite adventures and video games. Get ready so. for the bonus. This is a bonus episode for you lovelies. So what got us onto this topic is just looking at recent or upcoming game releases. There's a lot of adventure themed games. Rather, you know, you'll be going on a journey to the Savage Planet, which drops later this month. Or if you're going to be traveling through hell in Doom Eternal or in heaven in Doom Eternal. And, or, you know, on a tropical island paradise in Animal Crossing New Horizons. There's a lot of adventures coming up soon. That's going to be definitely exciting. That, and also I love Zelda games that I recently bought Twilight Princess HD. Yes. So, But with that said, let's talk about some adventure games that just kind of grabbed us. Like, lately, I will say lately, because we have been slaying ourselves over it, is Stardew Valley. We have been playing it like crazy and if anybody has not or just never even heard of the game or looked into it it is such a relaxing game if you're playing like a stressful game of call of duty battlefield or destiny or just anything competitive and you just like need something to release that stress stardew valley is one of those games where it just eases off all anger and just the sheer fun of raising your crops and just like tending to fishing if you're a person who loves fishing and you just want to go fishing it's challenging but yet one of the most sort of stressful but not stressful things you can do yep i do like stars do valley quite a bit it's definitely <clears throat> relaxing and if you haven't played it you really don't have any excuse because it's only about 15 dollars full price if you don't catch it on sale and it's available on pc xbox one playstation 4 switch and even like the PlayStation Vita, and maybe is it on the 3DS? I'm not sure if I'm it is. I'm not sure not. if it's on the 3DS. I will look but that up. It is on Android and iOS. So with that said, there is no reason why you guys should not be playing this game. It is so fun. Yeah, Stardew is probably one of my favorite. I guess you could say, kind of farmer farming simulator games. Not really, but it's just fun overall. I it is it. not on the 3DS. It is available on Microsoft Windows, Mac OS, Linux, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Vita, iOS, and Android. So, no 3DS release. I don't know where that came from. I must have dreamed about it. Yeah, you must have dreamed about it last night. <laughs> yeah, I dream about a lot of things, including you. Ooh, whoa. dang. Whoa, whoa. Save yeah. that for the next bonus. All right. <laughs> but. I give your bonus a bonus. Dang. Stop. <laughs> But yeah, Stardew is probably one of our recent back into the world game that we actually got back into. And Kevin here is actually starting to like into it, even though he is a chub fisherman. Yeah, all I do is chubs. If it ain't a chub, I throw it in the trash can. Yeah, he cracks me up. I can be just sitting there tending to my farm, minding my own business, kind of like a Norn John and Kevin going back and forth. Next thing I know, I hear Kevin. Oh crap, I caught a tub, a pike, whatever. I'm just over here dying. It just, small things like that crack me up in the game, but it, what, what it offers. Well, I don't get too mad over the pikes. It just, 
I can't believe there's that one spot that's just or, nothing but pike. <laughs> or your favorite thing, like last night, you caught like nine seaweeds in a row. I was rolling. Yeah, algae. Yeah, just sometimes it's all you can catch when you go into that deep spot. In the- yeah, it was actually from the pike. It was making me mad because I was in the game for like literally six hours and then catch a single pike. It was just seaweed, seaweed, <laughs> seaweed, seaweed, seaweed. So you kept eating it. Yeah, pretty much. Ended up being in to catch more pike later. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> Stardew is a really fun game. I think it's one of those that you have to look into. You have to play it if you get a chance. You can't say you you won't like it because you will. And the the money making is a little bit challenging, but there is ways past it. Yeah, like last night. I don't want to say too much <clears throat> about it, but we found a way to make more money. And when we done it, we was just rolling and dying gut busting pretty I'm much. not gonna beat around the bush like Andrew we cheated <laughs> we did even though people who already know Stardew Valley you can cheat the creator himself gave you an item code that you can name your character to in order to get the item that you want so the things are there for people to use but if you want to be hardcore about it and you want to just stick it by the book you can just attend to your farm to make a lot of money but fishing is one of those in any adventure game that you do play, it doesn't matter what you play, fishing is like your most valuable money maker. Anytime you catch a fish, you're going to be bringing home about probably about 1500 uh, gold every time you fish. And it helps that we're all three just sitting there just countless hours reeling in, throwing in, whatever. Yes. Any other adventure games? It don't help when it's all chubs, though. <laughs> chubs don't make a lot, but what they can but they make you chubby yeah (laughs) gives me a chub just playing it (laughs) Uh, other adventure games i recently played i know i talked about this in the 2019 podcast but good lord i do that every podcast at least at some point pretty early this time but jedi fallen order is definitely a really good adventure game like i mentioned then um which i'll go into a little more depth with it this time I love space exploration games or just games where you travel the galaxy. I like going from planet to planet and there's plenty of planets to travel to in Jedi Fallen Order. And it's also a linear open. I mean, like you slowly unlock the worlds, but once you get to those worlds, you can just freely travel them and explore as much as you want. You know, find like different types of collectibles and everything. Go out there, find all the, you know, cosmetic changes you can make to your characters or, you know, find some like audio logs and all kind of stuff, force echoes. I'm into so, audio log look, uh, searching, so that's yeah. going to be fun. Yeah. Still need to buy it. I've yeah. recently picked it up at GameStop about two weeks ago. I've got it installed. It's ready to play, but I haven't done it yet because I've been focused on other games. And yeah, It's about a 10, 15 hour long journey, depending on how long you or like how much time you spend on it. And also depending on the difficulty, I played on the default normal difficulty, which is what I do for most games. I just play it as you know, they intended it to be played difficulty wise. I don't want it to be too easy the way, you know, I feel noobish if I'm playing it on and I'm just going through, you know, slashing everything down with no problem. But I don't want it to be so hard that, you know, it takes me too long to beat it. I like playing multiple different games. So being able to beat everything in a reasonable amount of time and play the most games is important to me. Got to have a good balance and defaults to good balance, I think. That is true. Also, I got to give a shout out to my boys. Um, They've been struggling, struggling real hard lately. If any of the listeners, if you're out there and you're <clears throat> listening to this, I just want to give you guys a little hint or just help them out a little bit. Uh, give us, send us a message on our uh, Anchor website 
or our page and just send us a message about it. And uh, they play on PlayStation. But I would say another good adventure game would be the new Wildlands. I It's really fun. I think it's one of those games where it is very challenging at certain points. But my boys are suffering on the raids. Uh, they see a lot of videos, videos of people like going through with no problems. But they are having a little bit of problems. Wildlands, are you talking about Breakpoint? Yes, yes. Breakpoint. I thought about picking it up. I love the first one and helping them out on PlayStation. But I don't know because I've kind of converted back over to Xbox. But it's a fun game. I like it. I never played Wildlands, so I can't really comment on it. I haven't played a Ghost Recon in a long time. It's really... Ghost Recon, like the Wildlands and Breakpoint, both of them. Which I'm, I mean, I'm just gonna call Breakpoint Wildlands too. I mean, to be honest, yeah. 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 I will say the first one when it first came out, it was very interesting to play. It was the first time you know they thought of something like this, and it, it executed very well. The storyline was kind of like convoluted. It was like it was all right, like it wasn't very like pulling you in. But the world and just adventuring with your friends themselves was actually one of the most mem- uh, like memories I would have about the game. It's just so fun to play with your friends and just thinking of new ways to take out enemies. And also, when you have somebody like Andrew that's calling in, Unidad's 24-7 on you, really made things more interesting to do. Hey, man, I can't help it. On, on just about every game I play, most of y'all will know that I like to troll. I love to troll people, but I can't really accept it when they done it to me but i have a lot of good memories playing with our old supervisor and some of our buddies we work with on the first wildlands just being a complete ass ass and everything like that but it was all in good fun no hurt feelings i don't hope <laughs> true and we're all hurt andrew yeah all hurt even though i wasn't playing with you all then i'm <laughs> hurt from it too <laughs> but i will say um, if you guys out there, you play the new ones, uh, the new one that came out, hit us a message on our anchor. Give your gamer tag if you play on PlayStation. And if you have already beaten the raid or you want to try to enter the raid, it will help them out a lot. Another thing, too, speaking of our pages, we do have an Instagram. It is called ITG underscore gaming. Um, we will be making a post on there, the very first post. So if you are listening and have Instagram, give us a follow and comment on that post what your favorite adventure in a video game has been or your favorite adventure game period it's true i would like to hear from a lot of you guys on what your favorite game is because you know that would give us a lot of good insight on what you guys would like to hear more from us we like to take a lot of feedback so if you guys you know don't be afraid to say hey you need to improve on something like oh man you sound terrible this is again a rough start but i still think in my opinion we do sound fairly decent just, we sound pretty good for poor people. Yeah, for poor people, we sound really good. <laughs> Semi, not really poor. I wouldn't say that. We're not poor people. We're like low middle class. Yeah, it's all right. We, we just make this. hot pockets for a living. Yeah, we, we do. Oh, thanks for giving our location. Yeah, Andrew. Well, my bad. We're dead. Now they know we're from Kentucky. <laughs> my God. Yes. But they don't know where we live. They just know where we work now. Oh, smooth. But I will say the next game, again, uh, the series just came out, which is The Witcher. And Witcher 1, 2, and 3, all of them are just really fun games. I think I've had such a really fun adventure on those series. And just watching the show itself, just mind-blowing. I know a lot of people probably don't agree with it, but 
I don't listen to backlash or I don't listen to people that want to argue about something that doesn't really amount to anything. But I am also currently going through the books themselves. But I will say the games are so fun to play, even though the first and second one was more linear than it was open compared to the third installment. But I think just all of them are really great adventure games. The characters you run into are some are people you're gonna remember throughout your entire life of just of playing that game. It can be funny moments, it can be sad moments, it can be just really wild storylines that are given to you, especially as a witcher, you take up quests. So when you go to a nose board and you see something wild, it's expected to be something either really silly, such as finding a woman's, uh, what is it, a frying pan, and then you have to, like, you find it and realize it's very spotless and clean, and then a woman gets mad at you saying that it's not her pan, but really it is. So... There's some really funny quest lines throughout the Witcher games, but there's also a lot more serious ones too. Another popular adventure game, which I know a lot of people compared Witcher 3 to uh, Fallout 4 when it came out, but we're not going to talk about Fallout. We're going to talk about Elder Scrolls for a second. So, because I know a lot of people love it, a lot of people like Skyrim. And I know some people played Morrowind and Oblivion, but do you want to tell people about Skyblivion? Yes, yes. Skyblivion is a fan community made game. There's a lot of people who are already like in a community who's making this game but also if you are somebody who's listening to us right now and you're listening to about sky oblivion and you are really good at certain things as like 3d art or anything like that audio go to sky oblivion they have a website and you can volunteer to actually help them with this game and they will give you a certain criteria of what you're really good at and they want proof of what you're good at so therefore you can help them make this wonderful world which is basically a remaster of the oblivion game itself by introducing things that was never shown in the oblivion uh as it was in the lore so in the 360 game there was a lot of things like the swamplands that if you go back and play there was not really a swampland in the game but they were supposed to be so the people of sky oblivion who are creating this wonderful world are introducing areas that should have been in oblivion itself and they're also revamping the armor, they're revamping some of the enemies. So they're really just taking their time to something they really love. And it's really neat to see a group of people who are just fans doing this. It is a mod, so you do have to have Skyrim and you have to have the DLCs. And also you have to have the DLCs to Oblivion in order to play this mod. But if you're just a big fan of Elder Scrolls game, you do have to look into that. And since we're on the topic of swords, since we talked about Witcher and then Elder Scrolls, and since I mentioned at the start of the podcast, let's talk about Zelda for a moment. So, like I said, I recently picked up Twilight Princess HD, which is personally my favorite Zelda game, just because that was my first rodeo with the Zelda franchise. But I genuinely like Zelda's lore, even though it's really complicated and stuff. But every Zelda game, you just go on a credible, long adventure every time. You know, always going out there to fight the evil, you know, gotta get that master sword. Save the princess who you never actually get anyway. But True. Poor boy Link. <laughs> Tries. You mean Zelda? Yeah, yeah Zelda. <laughs> yeah. His name's Zelda, people. Yeah, in case you didn't know, it was on the title of the game, so therefore his name's Zelda. <laughs> Just Be like when people call him Master Chief Halo. Yeah. Hey, it's Halo. And <laughs> <laughs> all my years of gaming and everything, I've, I think I've only played like one Zelda game. And that was like on the three or not 360 my good lord in 64. in 64 was ocarina 
Majora's. It was maybe the first one or so. I can't remember. It's been so there was long. only two. Majora's Ocarina Mask. Time and Majora's Mask. Yeah. Yeah. It was the one with the gold cartridge. Gold cartridge. Uh, probably Ocarina. Because Ocarina had the gold cartridges. Did Majora's Mask as well? I don't know. I think it did. It did. Yeah. O- Ocarina definitely Majora's had Majora's Mask gold. did have a gold one, if I remember correctly. I do believe. I know Ocarina was gold because uh, whenever they were announcing the game and everything like that, someone had actually asked if uh, the game would come out on a gold cartridge like the original Zelda game did and they misunderstood and thought they were asking if the game had gone gold yet and they're like yeah but so that's why they went back and put it on gold cartridges but one of my favorite things to do <laughs> so, on there even though I haven't played them that much and didn't play much of that one was just running around and playing the flute that was like one of my favorite things to do was there a moon in that where it's like a three day limit I can't really remember, man. Because that's what Majora's Mask is. You know, you got the moon coming down. Yeah. Guns destroy the planet. You only got three days, and after the three days, it resets the clock. Yeah, which the moon looks like about to drop a massive dookie on you. Yeah, the moon is very terrifying. Even in Smash Bros., it is also terrifying on there, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but I also really like Twilight Princess a lot, too, because, you know, I like the whole Shadow Realm kind of deal. I like being able to transfer between Link and the wolf. It's definitely a fun little mechanic. Wind right. Waker is also extremely fun. I really like Wind Waker as well. Knew you were a furry. Like Twilight Princess. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. You caught me. You looked <laughs> at the harem arms and you caught me. <laughs> but I like Wind Waker a lot. I love pirate themed. Well, it's not really pirate themed, but I mean, kind of is pirate themed, actually. I would consider but, it pirate themed. Yeah, because, you know, you got Tetra and all of them on the ship. Yeah. And also, you got your little tiny sloop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess it is pirate themed, technically, but I like pirate themed stuff a lot, too. Like Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is another one that I really you know, you like. Play it. You never played Black Flag? No, I love Black Flag. Never played it. I love Black, I, Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Two. In my opinion, are the two best Assassin's Creed games. That's it's on my list to actually buy because I know a lot of people really enjoy Black Flag, and I really wanted to play it, just never got around to it because, yeah. like a lot of people, if you stuck with Assassin's Creed fame or the the franchise, you loved them. But I know a lot of people say that they hated the first one. And they played the second one, and that kind of was like the Kickstarter for the Assassin's Creed games. And I have a buddy that's obsessed with Assassin's Creed games. But for my opinion, when I played one, I busted out all the achievements, and I immediately just did not like the game. And I just realized that it was probably maybe maybe not a franchise for me. And don't get me wrong, I played Assassin's Creed Origins, and I actually did like that one. That one was really beautiful. I never did play Origins or Odyssey, but I know a lot of people actually ranked those up with Black Flag and 2. I like 2 because 2 is really fun. I like exploring the Renaissance era of Italy. And Ezio is just a badass. But uh, I know a lot of people who complain about Black Flag complain because they don't like the sailing aspect. They don't like, you know, controlling the ship. I know a lot of people complained about that in Assassin's Creed 3, even though Assassin's Creed 3 is actually really optional. So I don't know why people complained about it. But uh, <laughs> Rolling your pant leg down, bud? I had to stretch my leg. Oh. <laughs> if y'all heard that uh, sound, that's what that was. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just really like traveling from island to island in the Caribbean. And just, you know, pirates. You can't go wrong with pirates. Pirates are cool. True. So, that's Andrew, what's another adventure game you want to talk about? You haven't really said one of much. My, probably all-time favorite adventure games and franchises together is the Fable series. I've spent countless countless times on xbox 360 even on the xbox one just re- going back and replaying them i just love just love everything that it's got to offer my favorite one is probably by far 
anniversary or Halo or not Halo. 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 Well, I like that's Halo another game I'll enjoy. Sorry, yeah. guys, that was our mic kind of almost tilting over, so we caught it. <laughs> but yeah, I've always loved Fable. Even though 3 wasn't the greatest, I will still play it. It's just everything. I have I a love. confession, I've not really played hardly any of the Fable games. Wow. I need to. You need to, very I need to. I will say this for Best once. Fable game is the one I came on Connect, though. Mm. No, you take that out. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Best out of adventure game is Star Wars Connect, people. Yes. I'm Han Solo. <laughs> uh, Ain't no hologram girl. She. But with that said, like with the Fable series, though, I will have to make this a confession. Throughout every Fable game, I have yet to ever catch a STD in the game. Same here. I've never caught one. There's a lot of people I know that I grew up with that has caught STD with the first person that they made love to in the Fable series. Since if you haven't played the Fable games, yes, you can have kids in the game and you can get married. So all that stuff is in there. But you have a chance to get an STD and it shows up on your character's uh, kind of like his uh, page. So it shows like if you caught an STD or not. It doesn't say what you caught, it just says STD. So it could be anything, but again, it's just one of those things where I'm not sure if it's I just played, you know, like I should with protection. That's the, a good way to not get an STD be wrap it before you, you tap it, or just simply not even tap it. Yeah, just look at it. Be honest with you, for me anyways, when I was going to do the act or whatever, and if you wanted to do it safely, it was really hard to find the protection that you needed for me anyways. All for condoms? Yes. Yes, it was actually hard. The game did not like give you condoms off the bat you had to either like which is weird for a game to introduce this and i will say fable was that weird game so like to, in order to find a condom you'll be sitting there digging for treasure and you'll find a condom like who just buries a condom under a tree into a swamp land where there's like nothing but balverines it which, just makes you think in your head like what was going on in this time where hey i need to bury a condom <laughs> never know when you're going to go back to that certain location. You're like, that's just where I'm going to bring my, my love. Oh, trusty. Yeah, old trusty's right under that tree. <laughs> so it was very interesting to see that introduce the game. But in the, I think the second one, the third one, they actually made it where you can buy it at certain stores. So even though it's kind of weird, they were talking about condoms and fable, but that was such a odd thing they put in the game. That's just something you're always going to remember. It is odd, but when, looking back on it and while playing it, not not expecting it to pop up, you will absolutely lose your mind just from laughing. I know I did. No, it's uh, who's a man who can tap it and not have to worry about STDs? Kratos. True. He tapped every woman in Greece and he didn't have to worry about it. That's another series when I was on PlayStation I absolutely loved. I didn't care for the third one, but the second one is by far the best one second in my book. second one is the best, I think. second one and the new one are my two favorites. You have to play them. I love all the God of War games. I only played one. I think I played the first uh, God of War game, but I didn't even play enough. And before anybody judges me, I tell you why. This is what happened. You're a Devil May Cry fanboy. Yes. So this is how it happened. Just so those get a little backstory of how it, it came in between it, either Devil May Cry or God of War. So uh, one of my buddies 
when we were kids, we worked up enough money to go buy two games or just buy a game for both of us. Yeah. Well, he had enough money to get God of War, and I had enough money to get Dove and Cry, and both of them just came out and stuff, so we wanted to play them, and uh, I chose Dove and Cry, and I was like, you know what, that's going to be my first game, I'm going to buy it. And he's like, well, I'm going to get God of War, so he bought that. And come find out, I've played uh, Dove and Cry until I completely beaten it and just completed that game on PlayStation 2. And then my buddy, he completely got a war. And now we went back and switched each other's game out. We just didn't like it. I'm not sure if that's just what that was. Uh, but it's it's not something that's uncommon. It has happened before with people who plays one game. And they go to play something that supposedly is supposed to be better. And it's not for them. Such as for out there, as we're talking about adventure games and everything. Two Worlds, which came out on a 360. And then Oblivion that was out on 360. So people who played Two Worlds and then people who played Oblivion. So you had like two groups. So if one person from Two Worlds went to go play Oblivion, the people wouldn't like Oblivion. They would think it was the worst game ever. Mm. But those who played Oblivion go to Two Worlds hated Two Worlds because they thought it was trash. So it's weird that you have games that will do that to people. So that was really interesting. And that's what happened to me and my buddy. Between Dome and Cry and God of War, I just didn't like God of War because of the way it played, and he didn't like Dome and Cry because of the way it played. So it was kind of it's kind of crazy. Games can do that to people. Oh. Yeah, I definitely love the God of War series, though. I really like the whole storyline, and like I said, I've played all of them. I actually played them all in order to play the new one because the new one kind of caught my eye. So I'm actually fairly new to the God of War fandom, only playing them all last year. I never played one till any of them till last year, but I grinded the like my life out on them and. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I will say, out of all the PlayStation exclusive franchises, I think God of War is actually my new favorite. Yeah. I really like it. I'm definitely excited to see where they take the series. I want to fight Thor. Which one? Fat Thor did. from Avengers? No. <laughs> oh, Lebowski. Lebowski <laughs> Thor. <laughs> Old Lebrowski's. But, uh, another adventure game. We got a couple more minutes left. Before we got to end this bonus, so we got a thirty-minute time limit on our podcast. Yes, that is true. Sad. To keep it sort of short for you all, and also because that's just how long Anchor will let us. Yes. <laughs> so my, I guess, last adventure game that I truly love from growing up until all of up to the new one, I would have to say would be Digimon World. It's one of those games that, in my opinion, I've always grew up with Digimon. I grew up with Pokemon first, and Digimon caught my eye later in 2000, and it was just one of those things that just always stayed with me compared to Pokemon, and I never hated one. Uh, some storylines can get kind of wild and kind of get boring, but it's never been a game that completely, you know, you just hate them. But Digimon World is really fun. It's one of those games where you have to raise your Digimon, and even though that may not sound hard, but if you play Tamagotchis, you were you wasn't a true dad unless you can raise three Tamagotchis. <laughs> and I was one good dad because I could only raise one. <laughs> but Digimon World games were just really interesting, and the fact that one false move on Digimon World of raising your Digimon it could cause it to either die or change it into a completely different Digimon because you did not raise it properly. So that was really interesting for a game to show that. So. Another fun little game to play, and I think we have a, we definitely have time to talk about it real quick. And that involves cute little creatures, but Slime Rancher is not only is it adorable, but it's also just hella fun. If you've not played it, I definitely recommend it. It is available on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. 
And basically the whole point of the game, it's similar to Stardew. You basically go out in the world, you kidnap slimes with your little, you know, vacuum gun. You take them, you put them in cages, and you make them poop out plorts, and you sell the plorts. So, Sounds interesting. Yeah. Sometimes you run into an occasional suicide one. You'll be like on a cliff and you'll see like this little pink slime bouncing up. Now you be like, hi. Then it'll just jump off the cliff and murder itself in the water. <laughs> That's happened to me a couple times. That's really funny. I can't help that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many suicidal slimes I have seen. Um, you can also combine them. If you uh, feed a slime another slime's pore, you have a hybrid slime. But if you feed it and try to make a three slime hybrid, it turns into tar, which will literally kill everything. But different slimes eat different things. You feed them veggies, you feed them chickens, um, different things. It's a very fun game. My favorite slimes in the game are the puddle slimes. You keep them in a little puddle and they just set them float and look absolutely adorable and melt your heart. <laughs> melt your heart just by looking at the title. No multiplayer in it as far as I'm aware, unless they've added an update. It's been a while since I've played it, but it's definitely one of my favorite games that I've it's been one of those games that i have been wanting to buy but it's just kind of like been on the expensive part where i just don't want to throw that much money out at it yeah so hopefully maybe i'll catch it on a sale on steam or something that it's an absolute it. amazing game definitely recommend but guys that's about our time limit so like i said go to our instagram itg underscore gaming and tell us what your favorite adventure in a game has been or favorite adventure game or even on anchor you can also message yeah, us there as well so that's all we got for this time. If y'all like this topic, we can come back and revisit adventure games again, and we probably most likely will later down the line once we play more. But that's all we got for this time. I'm Kevin. I'm here with John and Andrew, and that's all for this Ignite the Grind podcast. See you guys. See you.